says that he taught Drake everything he knows. And also trending in the world of television would be Steve Carell and Greg Daniels. They are the duo behind the Office TV show on NBC, the American version. And Hollywood Reporter is saying that Steve Carell will be paid $1 million per episode in a new Netflix series based on the Space Force. Remember the Space Force? A... Uh, branch of the military that was oh yeah that's the one the trumpy wanted right yeah yeah that's okay the space force got it yeah yeah it's a, kind I, of I a kept real it. thing thanks so, uh sade <laughs> she is celebrating her 60th birthday today she is trending smooth operator yes and also trending would be jimmy fallon and the tonight show and they they're heading to puerto rico for a special show with lin-manuel miranda the cast of hamilton also chef jose andres bad bunny providing the music lots of things to be excited about there. Well, that's what's trending here at My Talk, and I want to remind you, My Talk 1071 is a proud partner of the Valentine's Day TC5K presented by the Minneapolis Heart Institute Foundation. This fun run from Twin Cities in Motion Circles Lake Nokomis in South Minneapolis, and when you register, receive a free Poco Palm Hat. Sign up at tcmevents.org. And now time for the weather with Donnie. Looks like clouds for the most part tonight. 16 the low, uh, and then 23 will be your Thursday high. Right now it is uh, partly sunny. Not too bad. It's 20 at My Talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. You probably think that you are better now, better now. You only say that because I'm not around, not around. You know I never meant to let you down, let you down. Would have gave you anything, would have gave you everything. You know I said that I am better now, better now. I only say that because you're not around, not around. You know I never meant to let you down, let you down. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are being joined by Amy Gentry. Uh, she wrote a book that we read, her first book, As Good As Gone, a couple years ago. Yeah. And her latest book, I think it just came out yesterday, A Novel of Suspense. And it really is. It's called Last Woman Standing. Hi, Amy. Amy. Are you in New York City? Hi. Hi. I am. I am. Oh, the book tour is just kicking off. <laughs> Yeah, tonight is the first event. I'm so excited. Uh, you this should, is quite you a book. should be. And I tweeted you when I was done with the book. I want you to get an exploding movie offer for your book, Last <laughs> Woman's Day. Oh, yes. I saw that tweet and I second that. I am very much ready for an exploding movie offer. Offer. And you know who um, we talked to like last year about this time was AJ Finn, Woman oh, in yeah. the Window. And he. We never had heard that term before, and he told us he got an exploding offer for Woman in the Window. So I want <laughs> well, that. Yes. I want that I mean, to happen. It sounds a little scary, doesn't it? It I, sounds a little threatening. Oh, no, it's a lot of money, and you just say yes or no. Yeah, we were just like, oh my gosh, what is that? We'd never heard of it. So, yeah. okay, give people the setup of Last Woman Standing. It's your second uh, novel, and it is. I mean, it is so twisty and so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you've got to give us the setup. Okay, okay. So it, it starts with Dana Diaz. She's a stand-up comedian living in Austin, Texas, and she's already tried and kind of failed in L.A. when the book starts. So she kind of opens on a low note, and right away she meets Amanda Dorn, who's an ex-computer programmer who's also kind of been driven out of her industry. And both of them were working in male-dominated professions, mm-hmm. and they instantly start bonding over a drink about how, you know, like things that have been 
done to them in, or said to them that were inappropriate, and they sort of go deeper and deeper until somehow by the end of the night they've made a pact. They're going to swap revenge on each other's attackers and harassers. Okay. So that's where the book begins. Oh, my. And from there, I mean, hold hold on. Hold on to something as you're turning the pages. <laughs> Did it's, you? Go ahead, Well, Jill. what I think was interesting is reading, Amy, um, you know, what you wrote about it is that you yourself had, uh, you know, you've tried a lot of different careers, um, which is, you're very funny how you write about it, but you... You were interested in being in comedy yourself and actually did stand-up comedy. Well, just like the very smallest bit, I Mm -hmm. would say I I dipped a toe into it. My husband does a lot of that, and I have a lot of friends who do. So it's kind of, you know, more, I was just soaking up what I was around, and I thought, hey, I could do this. It's fun. I've always loved to perform, so I just gave it a try. And what I learned is if I don't have a script memorized in advance, I don't want to do it. And I also don't like being on stage alone. So both (laughs) things are not really conducive to stand up. Right. Um, But I do like comedy and I've, I've seen a lot of it and I did a lot of research into stand ups, particularly for this book. I'm curious if you had um, like where you got the idea, like did the comedy idea come to first, but doing something about a comic or was it the revenge tale that came to you first? How did, how did you get the idea? I don't know if this is going to shock you or not, but it was the revenge. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Maybe you're getting Mm -hmm. an impression of my, my temperament at this point, but I, um, yeah, I had the idea first, I think for the revenge swap. And more to the point, I wanted to talk about broader, more structural types of, um, I guess, um, abuse and harassment that happened to a a lot of women. Mm -hmm. So in my first book, I had written about this very, you know, um, rare form of abuse, you know, which was a kidnapping. And I wanted with this book to talk about something much more relatable Mm -hmm. that, you know, a lot of women have experienced workplace harassment and other kind of forms of harassment, which kind of drive women out of professions or hobbies or careers um, a lot and without them even thinking about it necessarily. So, right. what so is it? kind of, yeah, so comedy kind of came from that. And I had actually been, um, because I do know a lot of women in comedy, I'm on some kind of boards, you know, some mm-hmm. sort of private forums. And I had seen a lot of women talking about these particular types of incidents and that's why it occurred to me immediately I love writing about performers and I thought well I got the idea you know I've seen this unfolding in the world of comedy so why not start there right it's it's really one of the things you know because there's in the descriptions uh, you know it's a rage filled you know these women are filled with rage and revenge and talking about getting at that feeling for women Mm-hmm. And how, you know, um, Dana Diaz, Diaz, the comic, how she really kind of had sheltered, pushed down a lot of things. And I think it's what all women do. Right. And I was just thinking when the trials were happening, kind of the pre thing before uh, Judge Kavanaugh was appointed. Yeah. Last summer, oh, that was so triggering. That triggered mm-hmm. so many different things for myself and for so many other people, Lori and other people. And I just. Yeah. You know, that that part of the book is, too, is in, is very interesting and compelling, but it's so, you never know what's happening, and the use of modern technology is something. 
<laughs> it really well, is. I, I hope that comes across as convincing. Someone asked me if I knew about programming, and I was like, um, no, I know even less about it than I do about comedy. So <laughs> hopefully the research uh, held up. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it did. I, I mean, I, it was all very believable. And um, our... Uh, what I mean, you haven't even had any. Um, you haven't even done any book stuff yet. I mean, I know you've done interviews because you've mm-hmm. had some interviews out there, but you haven't been with any uh, groups Readers. of people yet, have you? Um, I, I mean, do you mean like for an event? Yeah, or like a reading. Yeah, yeah. Tonight is my first oh, one. The book just came out yesterday, and I was on the plane to New York yesterday, and this is my big New York debut, and I'm going to be talking with Sarah Weinman. I don't know if you know who she is, but she's an amazing kind of doyenne of all things crime. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, And I've been talking to, you know, I've done a lot of Q&As and interviews and stuff, but this is the first live event. I'm super excited. Oh, gosh, that'll be so that'll be so exciting for you. Plus, you know, (laughs) if you're anywhere around Broadway at 745, the lights are dimming for Carol Channing. Oh, yes, I know. I saw that. I was kind of traveling en route that I did see that. Yeah. It's really, really sad. I, I'll keep my eyes open for that. Yeah. Okay. So um, uh, just out of curiosity, because we love this author, Karen Slaughter, who's one of your book oh, blurbs yeah. on the front. How yeah. does how do those blurbs come about? Do you know her? <laughs> does your publisher know her? I was on a panel with her oh. several years ago after Good Is Gone. Yeah, I know. And at the time, I hadn't actually read her. I knew she was a huge name, and mm-hmm. she was so, so funny. She just cracked up the crowd. And I was a very new, inexperienced panelist, so mm-hmm. I was kind of in awe of her. But she was so nice to me. And she had this long signing line, and I had, like, one person and somebody <laughs> I knew from high school came, you know, <laughs> like, had pity on me. But uh, she was really, really nice, and she said, you know, hit me up. Next time you have a book, maybe I'll blurb it. And, well, she did. That's, that's <laughs> so. amazing because, yeah, just her name alone yeah. on that will get, you know, people who like suspense and psychological thrillers because she's like a master oh yeah at that and i mean Mm -hmm. that's that's really that's incredible and i i love that you shared that story with us she is really fantastic i feel very honored to have her name on my book so you know people in the comedy world maria bamford she's a duluth Mm -hmm. minnesota girl mo collins i feel like she's Mm -hmm. hung out in the twin cities did everyone know about louis ck that he was the great masturbator in the dressing room uh, that's such a good question. I mean, the answer is like I had heard things. There were there was that Hannibal Buress set that brought the Cosby allegations, yeah. and around that time, there were some people in the in the kind of industry were starting to talk about Louis C.K. a little bit or just making allusions. Yeah, like oh, the, he's not such a great guy, and so I I kind of knew about it, but I I am not sure how much other people knew. You know, it right. was just. Um, Again, it, it seemed like so long before anything happened, and I kind of—it's so funny how recently all this just suddenly popped. I mean, all of a sudden, all these stories came out at once. I think the Louis C.K. story preceded Weinstein by right. about a week or so. Yeah. You know, yeah. like so, just a really strange and 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 kind of amazing that it came out in comedy first between Cosby and Louis C.K. Yeah, I feel it, it's interesting to me that that's where it started. Yeah. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, it is, and I think just the fact that 
for whatever reason, women have had the message or even guys, if they've been harassed, that you just somehow it's you're to blame mm-hmm. in some small way or some big way, whatever it is. And we just dismiss it. I mean, I remember when Julia and I worked at Carlson Companies and the guy who was the like the president of the company and the VP of HR, everyone just called them. Oh, those are the zipper twins. You don't want to be around uh, them on an out of town oh trip. My- God. And it was just this like head of HR. Yeah, but I mean, this is just the way it was. That's just the way yeah. it was. So you know that telling, you know, and how you tell this story in Last Woman Standing is very relatable to anybody who's had you know small amounts of harassment to big amount of harassment to actually you know being raped or assaulted. It's yeah. very. Um, it's a page turner, though. Yeah, it's a it thriller, really though. Let's it get is. back to it. It's an enjoyable read and listen. Yeah. I have your book on tape. Yeah. I, oh, do you? Have you re- Have you listened to it yet? I, yes. What do you think of the um, narrator? Oh, I love her. I love her, too. I, I love her, but I didn't... Terrific. Yeah, I've been I've been listening to it on Fast Forward right now. I'm listening to <laughs> it at... Speed reading. Speed, <laughs> speed listening is what I'm doing, because I wanted to finish it before today. But how exciting. The book is The Last Woman Standing. By Amy Gentry. Amy, what's the last great book you've read? Oh, my God. I, mm, you put me on the spot. I've read a lot lately, but now as soon as you ask me that. Okay, what's on your nightstand? Right G- wait, 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 wait. Give me, right. give me one second because I just finished one I really liked, but I'm now like, come circle back to it and I'm going to okay. get to it. And okay. you, you can always tweet us too. Okay, yeah, I'll tweet you because there is one and I just literally finished it. The other day, and I. What's it about? And now, just I'm on the spot. The, well, it what? wasn't. Was it a thriller? I don't even remember. You're going to tweet us. You scared me so much See? with this question. Uh, all right, well, right we don't mean to. Head. What are you wearing tonight for your first New York? Uh... <laughs> I am wearing kind of my ensemble is inspired by Working Girl. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I like to think I'm the Sigourney Weaver character in Working Girl. Well, so okay. you got great really pants on. The ruthless, the, the ruthless kind of. Um, businesswoman that power will not suit? take harassment. All yeah. right, I mean, well, it's not literally a power suit, but it makes me feel like a, like I'm wearing a power suit. Isn't That's it funny wonderful. how clothes do that sometimes? And, and we hope you get an exploding offer from Hollywood, <laughs> from maybe Reese Witherspoon's production, or maybe I Emily Blunt so and John too. Krasinski will want to option this. I, uh, I don't book. know. It's a pretty insane book, and I will just say that, you know, it was kind of the premise was, sort of based a little bit on Strangers on a Train, mm-hmm. the kind of classic yeah. um, swap. And But I tried to put kind of twist after twist. And yeah, the you second did. half of the book, it really kind of goes into territory. I, sometimes I didn't even know myself when I was writing it what the next twist was, was going to be. So <laughs> I hope the reader is in, uh, enjoys it as much as I did. Well, oh, it's fine. <laughs> we enjoyed it's... it. We give it five out of five stars. So Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Right, Y'all are kind. Keep, keep, let's just see. Let's be tweet friends. And uh, we'll, okay, we'll, we'll always read you. This is your second book, and we've read both of them. And that's so wonderful, and I've really enjoyed appearing on your show both times. All right. Oh, thanks, Amy. Thanks, Have Amy. fun and tweet us your book if you can think of I it. I will. Okay. I, I'm gonna. Re- I'm gonna never be surprised by that question again. Okay. okay. <laughs> again, the book is Last Woman Standing six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you'd like, we've got a couple copies of the book to give away.